Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen. Oh, hello, Super Nintendos. It's me, your old pal, Seth Macy. I am back, and I'm hitting my microphone. I'm your temporary, temporary host of NBC. Casey is busy this week doing very Casey-like things. I am joined by Rebecca. <laughs> you want to take it from the top, Seth? No. No. No, this Look builds character. This is raw this and unfiltered. My mouth is just I'm not used to this hosting thing. I'm, I'm out of practice. Rebecca Valentine and her kitty. 
Hello, this is Robo. And Robo. Stella Chong and No Kitty. Okay, you have. Uh, all right, it's fine. In the back. Wait, wait, wait. I have Seal Plush. <gasps> wow. This is an adventure. Zach, uh, Ryan, of course, with us. For the first back. time in a long I'm time, back. back. I know. Got off the to, hair looking off to real an good. Start here. Off to an interesting start. Look, <laughs> listen. Like I said, I'm out of practice. I've been in the guesting chair, the the co-hosting chair, and now I'm back in the hosting chair for this week to bring you some Nintendo voice chat. So let's jump right in with topic one. Did you guys know Nintendo is reportedly expecting another record year for software with a series of major games? Who could have seen such a prediction coming? They are reportedly expecting to ship 250 million units of software in its next fiscal year. You know, if they sold those for $1 a piece, that's $250 million. <laughs> that's, that's why a you're lot of money. The, that's why you're working on the commerce team, right? That's like, why I'm on the commerce team. You got that oh, big yeah. math oh, yeah. brain. The, yeah. <laughs> the big math brain. It's, they say this is thanks to a lineup of mostly unconfirmed blockbuster games. Uh, this is driven by what Bloomberg calls, quote, a series of marquee game releases, end quote, and what analyst Serkan Toto calls, quote, a much stronger blockbuster software lineup and new hardware, end quote. What? So what are we thinking here? Uh, I mean, is this confirmation of what we talk about every week, the Switch Pro, Zach? What do you think? Uh, well, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, right? Like Bloomberg <laughs> is saying that new hardware is coming. We, I, you're right. We talk about new hardware every week on this show. Um, it's something that we've talked about since probably 2018. Um, and, and yeah, it very well could be. Um, I, I don't know. I think, you know, it, it seems all but confirmed in my mind at this point. Um, just because I think Nintendo is well overdue for a hardware update, and they're a company that has built um, a lot of their business model in the last you know decade on iterative uh, hardware, and it seems like this is probably the year to do that. Um, Next gen consoles are out. There, uh, you know, the Nintendo Switch is um, not underpowered, but it doesn't necessarily compete directly with uh, uh, modern 4K consoles. And um, not that Nintendo's ever needed to do that, but it would be nice. Uh, last year they had such an amazing year with hardware and software sales that um, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of impressive that they're doubling down on it this year and they're like hey you know what we're going to do that again but even bigger um in terms of software uh i think we can all agree that this is probably the year that we get the big one right like um the one that we've been waiting for and that's mario tennis of coming course. back, <laughs> coming back pow, pow, pow. mario with tennis coming in, selling a selling a hajillion copies um no i think this excuse is me clearly... zach camelot is too busy working on golden sun what are you talking i about? would like that to be the case i would love <laughs> that to be the case uh, yeah i think this is the year we're gonna get breath of the wild too i think we're gonna see yeah. it in yeah. november we have a you know we have another zelda direct coming up um i would imagine that the next time we see that game it's a lengthier trailer and uh potentially a release date but you know Zelda has a tendency to be delayed. So, mm -hmm. who knows? Yeah, when was I, the last teaser that we got for Breath of the Wild 2? It was like years E3 ago, E3 right? 2019. Yeah. yeah. We got like a little cutscene, and I was like, oh, that looks so good, and then nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was enough to thrill and excite and last us for years of just <laughs> 30 seconds of, of imagining and sprung a whole entire industry of speculation. Rebecca, what do you think? What... what 
marquee game releases could they be talking about? What? I mean, surely new this is hardware. I mean, sure, yeah, sure. Surely this is Breath of the Wild too. I mean, I, I I just opened it up to like check, but this is this is like like fiscal Nintendo's fiscal year, so this is going right. which is all April the way to th- April to April to, right? to March end of March. So th- this is yeah. going all the way to March 2022, and I I don't know that we get Breath of the Wild two as a holiday game. I I feel like it might need a little more time in the oven, but I think within the fiscal year is completely possible. Um, it's been sort of interesting to watch the arc on the anticipation for the whatever the Switch Pro is, right? Like like the 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 new the new Switch, whatever we end up calling that, because they've been predicting that for gosh, two years now, three, like, a while. We we have been aware that this has been a thing for quite a while now, um and everyone said last year, last year, and then it didn't happen, and now everyone's saying this year, this year, and it could happen. I think this year, like end of this year, holiday seems like like likely and possible. Um, I also don't think Nintendo necessarily needs it at this no. particular oh, time. Yeah, no, they're, they're doing <laughs> so well. Like they honestly, they could get away with just not doing it again if they want to keep pushing it back and pushing it back. But I do think I do think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be tied to that. Right. Like te- technology wise. And I imagine there are a few other games as well um, that will also be tied to that, you know, that will will want to have that technology there to sort of make sure that they're they're doing all right on the switch. Um, but yeah, I I mean, this is not this is clearly tied to more than just Breath of the Wild, too. Right. I mean, why? I'm trying to think what else this could be. I think my I guess my other theory would be some kind of mario because the last mario we had was more remake that i mean there was a new thing there was bowser's fury but we haven't had like mario odyssey was several years ago but i don't i don't know what we're teeing up here i don't know what the thing would be a few things. Um, first of all, I hope they call it the Super Nintendo Switch. That's been my yes. Hope. That's what it has to <laughs> yeah. be. That would be so great. Why yes. you don't you don't like a new new Nintendo Switch? New Nintendo 3DS Switch. 3DS XL. XI. Yeah. XL. Um, <laughs> you don't like? Yeah. That? I hope it's called the. I hope it's called the Super Super Nintendo Switch. Um, I think that uh, uh, every time that we get a new rumor about the you know new hardware, it gets a little bit stronger. Like it gets a little more concrete. It you know like each new r- round of rumors has something that's like oh that seems pretty likely. Mm-hmm. And this last round of rumors, it was all about the the technology behind the the new screen on it, right? And how inexpensive um, those types of screens have become. And so like that to me is a perfect indication that Nintendo's going to swoop on a bunch of those and just like start printing these these um, oh yeah new consoles printing that's nothing manufacturing <laughs> that's how it works um, nowadays you get a console printer right and i think that the way that they are going to do it is like you said uh rebecca like i think it's going to be a one-two punch of uh new nintendo switch or super nintendo switch and breath of the wild 2 on it launching at the same time um and the only reason that i think that it's coming this year is because i keep i keep thinking about the the gap between uh ocarina of time and majora's mask you know those are two zelda mm-hmm. games built on the same engine two years apart and so like wishfully perhaps i just keep thinking like since since i saw that first trailer i was like okay they're going to turn around into like use the same assets yeah. use the same map you know and and turn it around in two years yes please also i just wanted to point out that the if you're watching this video that is from an old ign april fools joke yeah what the hell <laughs> yeah what i'm was so that? glad you're explaining <laughs> this i was scaring you and i was like i was like i don't want to open my mouth value. in case yeah. this is like an ad we're supposed to be running but what is no, no 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 i just wanted to, to point that out to everybody but stella what do you think do you think we're gonna 
Oh, by the way, I also wanted to point out the, uh, the Switch Pro mention is the free slot on the NVC bingo card now. It's like right in the Ooh. center. You just put your chip there nice. every time. So, okay. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. Wasn't so. the new model like suggested at like it was going to output at 4K, something like that? Yeah, that was the, it was going to uh, the, the, the screen and handheld was going to be 720p on an OLED, very high quality pixel dense display. And then, yeah, when it's docked, it'll it, the dock will output at 4k now you know there are some <laughs> you know some things around that that could mean it just has the capability to output or it'll just output netflix at 4k and maybe not oh. necessarily games oh, that but, would be disappointing hey, <laughs> well you know but uh what do you think are we i don't it? know i'm excited i think i think we'll get it this year honestly yeah. with, with the way that they've been like leading up to it i i, I do think it'll be this year also it's been a, again it's been a while since we've seen anything for breath of the wild 2 so i think they're gonna hmm surprise yeah. us very soon at least that's my opinion though i, I feel I like mean, they have to <laughs> yeah i mean they said uh during the last direct that you know hey we don't actually have anything to show but we will and then now we just get to wait until that surprise announcement 20 minutes after we finish recording <laughs> nbc well, like, I, so i kind of appreciate that i i don't uh, this is kind of like a different tangent but i i don't appreciate i, I don't really prefer it when developers show like you know all these teases and stuff and it's like oh yeah this is coming and it's like well when so i kind of appreciate that they're they've released a decent trailer and then they're waiting for something more solid to reveal to us later yeah they um, may have hopefully learned their lesson after metroid prime 4 <laughs> that i was gonna i'm glad that you brought that up because <laughs> metroid prime I'm 4 not. i mean yeah it's it's such a heartbreak and like every it hurts real bad. Yeah. I mean, the I still think about how exciting that just that title screen reveal. Like I've never been more excited about a title screen in my entire life than I was. And then we had the only thing we've heard about Metroid Prime 4 has been bad news. Like it's delayed and they're starting all over again and they don't want it to be bad. So they like, I don't know, they fired everybody and then rehired new people and then they fired them again. And then they went into a conjurer's lab and made little homunculi of new people <laughs> who they could mold into their own image of perfect Metroid Prime 4 programmers. It's dark magic we're talking about here just to make a game that I really, really, really want. But I personally, I feel... Yeah, we are definitely going to get a Switch Pro this year. Let's and also let's just call it the Super Nintendo Switch. Let's just not mm. call it Switch Pro anymore. Maybe officially, if you heard it. Saying it, they'll hear it. We, and they'll, that's they'll it. Like, the Super Nintendo Switch. It. Yeah, just put that energy into the world. Okay, I will. All right, we're, we're going to make some inroads <laughs> here on this catching on. I think that Metroid Prime Four will be a Super Nintendo Switch launch game, and I think Breath of the Wild Two will be a Super <laughs> Nintendo Switch launch You're game. Nuts. And I think it will it will bridge the gap between uh, what the current Switch and what the Super Nintendo Switch are capable of doing. Yes, and I may be nuts. I, I certainly agree with you on fifty percent of that, right? Like, yeah, definitely. I think that, like, clearly, I I just said that Breath of the Wild two would be like, but like, we know that Metroid Prime Four is probably so far away. No. But they're still hiring. They're still staffing up for that game as as close as as Maybe it's a- as recently as like last year maybe it's but, games as a service hmm did you ever think ah, of that? no oh, Seth, we're putting good energy out into the world yeah. not bad energy Stop. okay i'm sorry i'm sorry are you all right i rescind it i don't no, think sorry. metroid prime 4 will be coming to super nintendo switch as a launch title i do think it'll be 
uh, holiday 2023. That'll be their big, big game going forward. There it is. That's the Super Nintendo Switch news that you long to hear each week on Nintendo Voice Chat. Go ahead and call out Bingo at any time. Come up and get your prize. Uh, we were talking about uh, Nintendo reportedly expecting another record year for software with a series of major games. And now we're going to talk about one of those major games. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Apparently the motion controls should be better than they were on Wii. Wow, that's uh, not really that hard because I that was the big reason I never played skyward sword very much mm. i just didn't like mm. the motion controls on it on the switch however they will be smoother and more intuitive than they were in the original wii version according to nintendo i mean i don't really know what that means but <laughs> nintendo's full of surprises they always delight so there's still no other word on uh, or any word on any other changes in the game so now that we've had time to sit on it is skyward sword hd something we really want right now rebecca you look deep in thought oh i'm, I'm watching the clip it's i'm sure it's <laughs> fine like i i am happy for the people who wanted skyward sword and are getting skyward sword like i'm very happy for them it's not i i missed it i did not i did not have a wii i went straight from gamecube to wii u i know that's very weird that's um, crazy i love that that's why I'm such, I, I mean, if you have me on repeatedly, I will just constantly talk about GameCube games. Um, but yeah, I, I, I missed what? the Wii. I, I missed Skyward Sword. Um, I, I went back and played uh, Mario Galaxy uh, when I was able to on the Wii U. And I just, I'm not a huge fan of busting out the motion controls. Uh, it's not my favorite thing in the world to be doing. I, I played Ring Fit Adventure. That's my exercise for the day. I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to be wielding a sword in other games. But yeah, that's fine. You know, I, I, I hope... Hope they're better i hope they're great i hope people enjoy enjoy that game um i i will probably be playing something else personally but i mean more more zelda energy in the world is never a bad thing like skyward sword seems like it was lovely enough yeah yeah i mean that's what it is you know zach what do you think you must have um, played this game back in the day yeah the motion controls in skyward sword never really bothered me that much actually like uh, i think that that obviously that was like the biggest criticism or one of the biggest criticisms for this game was like, Oh yeah, the motion controls are bad or whatever. I, I, there was a lot of things that I actually liked. Like I love the fact that you could roll bombs. I love the little like bug controlled or the little motion controlled uh, bug uh, yeah, tool that you had. Like I, I, thought there was some that. Cool, I thought there was some cool stuff with, um, with the motion controls in Skyward Sword. That being said, I'll probably play it traditionally. Um, I'm really interested to hear about this like right stick control scheme that's going on. Um, Skyward Sword is, uh, I, you know, I, I was on the show after the last direct and I caught a lot of heat for saying this, but like Skyward Sword is my least favorite Zelda, but I still think it's a great game, right? Like the, the sure. worst Zelda game is still better than 90% of all other one games, so. of them has to be your least favorite i yeah. mean come on um and but my issues with skyward sword are um the redundancy you know there's just like a ton of fetch quests in that game like the back half of that game is especially a slog so um i'm not really sure what they're doing about that if anything you know uh wind waker hd got an update when that came out you know you got the sail that let you sail twice as fast which was really cool um but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what what other improvements uh, are here for Skyward Sword. And also, like, truth be told, I have a tendency to revisit games and like them much more. Um, yeah. The first time through, you know, uh, like, here's an example. Uncharted 3, the first time I played it, I was like, I don't like this. I don't think this is a very good game. I'm not into this. 
as an uncharted game and then I, I went back and played it a few years later and was like actually this is much better than i remembered and maybe i was just comparing it to you know the the masterpiece game that came before it and i think that i think that i hope that skyward sword is sort of in that same same vein right like i wasn't a huge fan of twilight princess or skyward sword because i love wind waker so much but i'm interested to go back to it now and see how i feel you know um 10 years on jesus but, yeah it, man, wind waker is great yeah, yeah, well, yeah. My favorite <laughs> game. I will argue that Wind Waker yeah. is desperately in need of being on Switch or Super Nintendo Switch, Ooh. either or. Ooh, I would like that. Ooh. Yeah. Stella, did you play Skyward Sword back in the day? I didn't. So we, my sister and I played Twilight Princess on the week. Okay. But we, so we didn't play this one. Um, so I'm curious how it's going to play because... I'm assuming the motion controls will be very similar. Like Zach, you were talking about the classic controls. Are you you said traditional versus well, the new one? So, so they're implementing. So the the new version of Skyward Sword has um, more traditional a more traditional control scheme. Um, supposedly, you can. So the whole thing about Skyward Sword is like you control the direction of the sword, the way that you're swinging, based on <laughs> hello, uh, based on you know <laughs> the motion the of like, the motion of of the Wii remote, right? So like. Enemies will block in certain directions, uh, so you have to like oh. slash in certain directions to attack. Um, oh, and that like is that. supposedly being handled by the right stick in this new version. So I'm excited to check that out. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm mm. okay. I'm definitely playing it. I didn't get to play this before, so I think I will give that a shot. I need more games on my Switch, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I, uh, this game was also the first in the convoluted timeline. Skyward <laughs> Sword is the first game, if I'm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I bought the first in the timeline. Yeah. The first in the timeline that they made up specifically. And I don't know that this is true, but they specifically made up a timeline for Hyrule Historia, which came out Mm -hmm. at Uh, or around the same time as this game. Because actually, the like the last like 30 pages of Hyrule Historia are a Skyward Sword comic. So you get like all this incredible, uh, you know, like amazing Legend of Zelda. I have them all somewhere, but. I don't I don't actually remember where I was going with this, but oh yeah. So this is like the first <laughs> hero of time and then they started to branch out on it and and split. So if you want to really know where it all began, who was the first hero of time? Well, it was this Link in Skyward Sword HD remake uh <laughs> Final Cut Pro uh remix. So good you got it you nailed it yeah. thank you All i'm just it. hoping that we get like some collectible packaging because i'm an idiot sucker for that <laughs> i regret that i bought or that i ever opened my twilight princess hd remake packaging because that uh complete box oh. goes for a pretty hefty sum same with the Mega Man collection with the gold amiibo i wish i had kept that ah <laughs> uh, regrets but what can you do um look the reason i'm vamping so much is because it's a pretty slow week as far as Nintendo <laughs> is concerned, a second because you're not contractually obligated to like have a, a hit a specific time frame, like you know, just do your thing, man. Look, it's a personal goal that I set for myself, <laughs> and I feel like uh-huh. I, this, the, the, the road to success is paved with good intentions. No, that's the road to hell. Uh, okay, Seth, uh, whatever. What, yeah, where is this going? This is what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to segue uh-huh. into the next topic, it, bro. which is that, great. Keep it up. Look, is that March is not that, with the exception of uh, Breath of the Wild and um, uh, the Switch itself coming out, like March has traditionally been kind of 
kind of slow, or so I thought, till I went diving into the history of video games last night, particularly Nintendo releases. And, you know, feel free to just shout out your enthusiasm at any point while I am reading about games, famous, important Nintendo games that came out in the month of March that aren't Breath of the Wild. Let's go back to 1991. Oh, yeah. Saved by the Bell is on TV. It's in its like third season. Screech is really coming to his own as an actor. Uh, oh, uh, rest in peace, actually. Man, I bummed myself out. Kirby's Adventure, which is one of the most technically. <laughs> Zach, what's up? We got there. I mean, it was a it was a real walk, but we got there. Journey. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Kirby's Adventure came out March 23rd, 1991 yeah. in Japan for the Nintendo Entertainment System. And that is one of the like best late NES games uh, of all. It's just like incredible. I actually forgot that it came to the NES because it just it looks super good. It still plays really fun. It's absolutely gorgeous. Three years later in March in Japan arguably the greatest video game of all time super metroid correct came yeah uh man that game if you have not played that game and you it's on nintendo switch online presumably it will be on super nintendo switch online as well but you should play super metroid because it's so so good um or this is a little life hack if you're into game collecting, you can buy the Japanese version, complete inbox with all the inserts for like a fraction of the price of the U.S. cart. Oh, but wow. It's the same, it's the same ROM mm -hmm. and you need to choose which language you want to play. Whoa, so that's what? And, that's cool. Yeah. And the Super Famicom box art is just like way better. And that goes yeah, for every awesome. every possible game. So, yeah, buy that if you have, you know, like a Hyperkin or a um, or any one of those analog systems. Just buy the Super Famicom cart, and then choose the English language version. Same ROM, same game, just way more collectible, or way less expensive for something that's much, much cooler. Uh, mm. Not the greatest in its series, but Mega Man 7 came to the Super NES March 24th in Japan, 1995. Do you know what I was doing in 1995? I was graduating high school, because that's the old man that I am. Seth, I'm not going to tell you what I was doing in 1995. You were probably being born. I was ah, you're not gonna tell me. That's right. I, I can't even believe I made a guess. Same. No. Oh, man. That's just <laughs> fine. Whatever. I mean, time. There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> I can't. I'm not a time mancer. Um, Super Me or Mega Man Seven came to the Super NES, which is kind of weird. And I always forget that that series just kept going onto the Super NES because the yeah. Mega Man X series came out. It was just so much. Just so much good. This year, I decided I actually wanted to like follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals. So I subscribed to a service that streams all of the NHL to your television. Uh, the Boston Bruins home opener. I went to watch it and boom, blackout restrictions apply, which I thought was kind of ridiculous because I'm still 200 miles away from Boston, but whatever. Had I had NordVPN, that wouldn't have been a problem. I would have just gone in, changed my settings to another geographic area, and boom, I could have been watching all the Boston Bruins home games like it was nothing at all. So now I have NordVPN, and I can watch the home games of my local teams streaming without being frustrated. It's the same thing with, like, Netflix. It has all these complicated licensing rules, which from one country to another don't really make sense. So something you could watch on South Korean Netflix, you won't be able to watch on the United States Netflix, 
unless NordVPN, boom, switch to South Korea and you're watching whatever Korean drama that you want. I highly recommend you do that. I haven't done it myself, but people seem to enjoy them. And who am I to try to bring down people's enjoyment? Uh, NordVPN, more than just entertainment and sports availability, it's going to protect you, especially when you're traveling, when you're using public Wi-Fi. People are trying to get in there. They're creeping on you. Bad actors, people trying to steal your password, your bank account details. Who knows what the government's doing these days? I can't keep track. They're all over the damn place. NordVPN. It's going to protect you. It's going to protect up to six devices because I know you have at least that many devices in front of you right now that can hook up to the internet. Boom. Fastest VPN in the world. You're not going to get any buffering. You're not going to get any lagging. Uh, it's going to stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling, which they do. That's kind of sneaky, especially how much you're paying those guys. There's threat protection to protect you from viruses and malicious malware and whatever else. Uh, um unsavory actors are out there. If you want to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. That's nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. Victor Charlie. Uh, that link is also going to give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There is no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nice of them, and I appreciate that. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Yes. Oh, God, it another. Only got, it only got one, though, right? Because Mega Man 8 wasn't Mega Man 8 on PlayStation? Yes, it was on PlayStation 1. Right. And oh. they used it to the fullest capacity. I believe that has, like, anime cut scenes in, like, you know, yeah, 640s. Yeah, and they're, like, yeah. they're so bad. Oh, they're yeah. so bad. The VO is awful. When, that, when, the, when the Mega Man collection came out for Switch, I remember I was playing it. It's so funny. Oh, my yeah. God. It's good. It's got, like, yeah. It's worth checking out for at least five minutes. Um, and also, I think those games are on sale, by the way. Deals. Commerce editor guy right here. Uh, another one of the greatest games of all time came out in March this in Japan. Be, yeah, this might actually be the front runner so far. And that's, yeah, I, other than Breath of the Wild, this is probably the best game released in March of any game in history. And that's Chrono Trigger. It came yeah. out March 11th. 1995 uh i for whatever reason didn't know anything about chrono trigger at the time but my brother was obsessed like just obsessed with it and got it for christmas that year and i sort of just adopted it as my own and played through it and it became i mean it's one of my favorite games of all time i sort of regret that i sold my uh ds version on ebay but I also was might have sold it to me because I bought the DS on eBay, uh, pretty <laughs> the DS version on eBay pretty recently. Oh, really? Did you buy it yeah. for seventy two dollars and some, I don't know? Mm, I don't remember. It had the poster in it and everything. So, oh so no, I just got the cart. Okay, I was oh, gonna okay. say, how wild would that be if it be so <laughs> cool? I'm like, just sent it to you, man. You didn't have to spend all that money on my account. This uh, this cat that won't let me podcast in peace is named after. What was that? You cut off at the end. Your cat muted. Uh, she's, mic, she's na- she, she won't let me podcast in peace. Her, she's named after a Chrono Trigger character. 
Oh, nice. Oh, really? Nice. Oh, my yeah. God. Her name is Robo, and her sister's name is Luca. Nice. Aww. Yeah. That game, that game has held up so well. I did not play it originally. I did not play it until it came out on the DS, and I discovered it then. And it, I, it's one of my favorite games of all time, like, yeah. despite having not played it until however many years after. I know. I, I wish it were easier to, to play nowadays, but it's not. It's impossible. It's not on any of the services. Isn't there, oh. isn't there a Steam version? Isn't there a PC version that's supposed to be like pretty ugly? I don't Let remember. Me look oh, it up. Let me I hope look not. It up. Because Square Enix has a real bad habit of taking their beloved pixel art games and making them real, real bad looking yeah. on PC. That might be one of Wait, the ones it that is. they fixed, though. I thought, is that, is that is one on of the ones Steam. they fixed? I thought there, there was a thing a while back where they oh. had Square Enix had a bunch of remakes that came out on Steam and everyone yeah. complained about how okay. dumb they looked and they 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 did some fixes but I don't I do not recall if Chrono Trigger was involved in that. It I mean, it's a pixel art like it's it's one of the greatest. It's the same with the uh, the Secret of Mana games um, mm. for Super Nintendo and Super Famicom. They also like hold up fantastically well and are, should not be tampered with. However, Trials of Mana. For the PS4 and Switch and everything, where they did the 3D remake, that actually came out awesome, and I played through that. And I reviewed that. I think I gave it an eight or maybe a seven. I'm not exactly sure, but that was one that it came over. But if you get the uh, the Mana Collection, this has nothing to do with Crunchy. But if you just like really beautiful <laughs> pixel art, Zach, you're judging eyes. People, can't, no, people without listening. the video can't see this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, uh, uh-huh. No, I just I just love talking about old pixel art games, and it's like some of the best pixel art is in Chrono Trigger. Uh, Akira Toriyama, who did, of course, Dragon Ball, he did the art design or the character design for Chrono Trigger. So it has that like that real classic, you know it, but you maybe you don't know why you know it look to all the characters. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. Everything about Chrono Trigger is great. And now I'm going to find find a way to play it. I'll figure it out. It is on play Steam. Through. And Steam, uh, all, the reviews are very positive. And uh, it's currently 50% off until March 29th. Whoa, you scooped so me on my deals. I love it. Yeah, it's seven seven dollars and fifty cents. So that's yeah. a get. That's a go. lock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go by you, you have convinced me. I haven't played this, so oh, Chrono Trigger. It's uh Chrono it's Trigger might so yeah, Chrono Trigger is one of the greatest RPGs of all time. Okay. Yeah, I, there's like some silly stuff too. It's amazing. I listen, I was two years old at the time. So I that's all right. That. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like I said, none of us can control time. No, it's also not a giant time suck the way <laughs> no, RPGs not, yeah. can be nowadays. I mean, it's it's decently long, but it's not this is not like an 80 hour, like massive thing that is going to consume your life. Like you can you can finish it in like a normal amount, I think. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, the story is like is awesome and not in a uh, I mean, I, I I do enjoy me a convoluted like really JRPG like story, but this story is, is, is deep and complicated, but it doesn't get really convoluted or like completely out there. It's, it's awesome. It's uh, yeah. I'm how going long, to spend how long to beat says you can finish Chrono Trigger in 23 hours. Yeah. Wow. Oh, really? That's yeah. not yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. So just, I, just, you know, put your head down a day, just spend your whole day. Just take it. Just, you know, just <laughs> knock it out on a Tuesday. <laughs> you, know? For an hour. you don't play your games like that. You don't do it all in one sitting. That's right. <laughs> I, it's actually I was try, I tried to do that with Bravely Default too when I was uh, I not oh. one sitting obviously, oh, but I sad. tried to be. No. Yeah, no, and I was like, wow, I, I've been playing for ten hours. I today I probably am not going to get any further in this. So yeah, but no, I mean there are not since I was young have I realized. Oh, I'm about five hours away from playing this game, and it's two in the morning. I'll I'll see what I can do. I don't I don't do that anymore. 
too old. I go to bed at like 8.30 now. Have some soup. <laughs> In bed. Oh. Super Mario RPG came out 1996. Gonna, okay. What? What? Move, moving on. All right. It was fine. We're going to gloss over that. We're not, we're gonna, we're not talking that. about bed soup. Uh, oh. Pokemon Snap. March 21st. 1999. Uh, Pokemon sequel Stadium. Soon. What's that? It's oh, getting a sequel right. soon. It's, it's coming back. All you over true two 90s kids. Decades. Over two, two decades. decades later. They finally perfected the Pokemon Snap technology enough to bring us a sequel uh, this year, as a matter of fact. And it looks just looks super fun. I have no... I never played Pokemon Snap. I was in the Air Force at the time. I was in Germany. I had a Nintendo 64 because everybody had a Nintendo 64. But any nostalgia for the original Pokemon Snap? Crickets. Oh. Rebecca Michael, has sorry, we're on a up. podcast. Why am I raising my hand? Uh, no, my, <laughs> sorry. My my next door neighbor uh, had an. I did not have an Nintendo sixty four. My next door neighbor did. Uh, we mainly played Donkey Kong sixty four um, and some Mario Tennis as well. Um, but uh, he got he got uh, Pokemon Snap, and we played the crud out of Pokemon <laughs> Snap. I love that game. Like I know how to get all the shots. We we like unlocked everything. We spent so long playing. We like did all the discoveries at the end where you have to find like the landmarks. We like were were freaking out about how to do that because that, this is like before guides on the internet, right? Or right. At least before like we were of an age to be on the internet and look at guides on the internet. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it's it's so dear to my heart, and like I. Uh, I, I saw I, I have wanted a new Pokemon Snap game for so long. And on the day that they announced it at this at the direct, I was on a walk that morning and I was walking down the street and I we were like speculating what was going to be in the direct. And I just yelled, I love Pokemon Snap in the middle of a busy street. And then they showed Pokemon Snap. I was like watching the intro to the trailer and I'm like, what? There's no way. There's no way this is Pokemon Snap. They're ne- they would never. Why would they do that? No. And they did it. My Very heart, good. my heart exploded. It looks. You so willed it into existence. I This is why we're putting this this energy into the world for Super uh, Super yes. Nintendo Switch. Yes. See, putting your energy out there works. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the plan is tomorrow I'll go on my morning walk and I'll yell <laughs> Super Nintendo Switch into the same <laughs> yes. street and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. The little wood nymph that was listening, ooh, and it'll run back to where you know his magic potions. It will have it. It'll be it'll Mario's be a real thing. Listening. Mario's always listening. It's it is true. <laughs> he's he's peering from behind that curtain. Please it's... no, that is terrifying. <laughs> I actually oh, have a really cute story about Pokemon Snap. Sorry. Oh, I, let's hear I, it. Didn't mean to No go. Okay. <laughs> um so I, I used to go to a lot of anime conventions back when, you know pandemic was we could here. do things yeah. yeah and it was actually super cute so there's this like little hallway down one of these like a convention hall and a lot of people were like standing around taking pictures and they're like hey do you want to get in this cart and i was like i uh, i don't know i guess so we sat in the cart they're like oh take your phone out and down the hall they had pokemon cosplayers like lined up down the hall and you could take pictures like you were in pokemon snap like on the little thing (laughs) it was so so cute it was it was the best like community thing i've ever experienced and i was like that was amazing like that is so cool (laughs) that's really great i hope that comes back when we can all do things again i i miss interacting with people sometimes (laughs) i i was just hoping to see like pokemon people walking down the street yeah that'd be amazing zach do you have any any uh nostalgia i miss i miss the pokemon snap boat i never played it yeah yeah i'm not like i'm not a huge pokemon guy every time a new pokemon game comes out like a mainline game i'll play it and i'm like 
great. I did it. I caught several of yeah. those monsters, and now I'm back doing. <laughs> They're in my pocket. <laughs> Zach, yeah. I would suggest that playing every single mainline game when it comes out does kind of make you a Pokemon guy. But all right, I play to the extent that like I have, I capture five however many pokemon you can have in your team i don't capture any other pokemon i just keep those it's a valid ones. way to play pokemon I train them all but up you still play all of that all pokemon. the gyms and then like i roll credits and i'm like great i did it um you got yeah, your team yeah. of friends yeah yeah <laughs> i i think that's a valid way to play i'm also not a pokemon guy but it's just because i was too old i mean not to say that i didn't play and i still haven't played i know that had this had i been like you know a youngster when the pokemon like did I'd be way into it because it has everything that I like. JRPGs, collecting, graphs, um, statistics. Graphs. <laughs> yeah, the little power graphs, you know, that they yeah, have. No, I know what you're talking about. I love those. As a, as a kid, thing. I definitely would not have been like, oh, heck yeah, graphs. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Let's get some graphs. Ah, oh, man. I, I mean, I've told this story before, but it's, it's some gaming magazine had a, a, a table of all the uh, evolutions in Final Fantasy Legend, you know, what meets that you give to the monsters would at what they would evolve into. And I would just look at that table, like, Oh, in my imagination should be going, well, Oh, if I give this imp a piece of dragon meat, he'll turn into a werewolf. And I just, <laughs> man, I would just look at that graph or that, uh, that table for a long time. A weird kid, whatever. That's, look at me now. I'm a really weird cute. adult. Really, uh, I, I, I liked rocks as a kid. It's fine. <laughs> oh, rocks are awesome. Let's go. Every kid liked rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we first all of all, they're all over the place. So if you're into something that's free, yeah. it's like, that's even better. But, <laughs> oh, that's um, right. Yeah, it's a free thing. <laughs> it's a free thing. They can be your friend or your foe. You never know with a rock. It's all about respect. But Pokemon Stadium 2 came out March 26, 2001 in the United States. We're switching over now because that's just what Wikipedia did. <laughs> when I was looking up these dates and all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, this, they come out in the U.S. in March. Um, Metal Gear Solid, Twin Snakes. Came out March. How, how do we feel about Metal Gear Solid: The Twin Snakes? I never played Metal Gear Solid: The Twin Snakes. I didn't even Me know either. it existed until like seven or eight years ago. Oh, okay. um, which how do is you cr- feel about it though? Yeah, that, that, I, I feel like it's really dichotomous. I feel like people either really love it or really hate it. Like, yeah, I think I feel like there's like not much middle ground for Twin Snakes because it's the same game but very different. I don't know. Right. It's weird. Yeah, it's a weird I mean, game. I, I want. To play Developed it. by Silicon Knights? Why? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very I strange. Yeah. Uh, I looked it up years ago when I was like going through my super Metal Gear phase, and I was like, I've got to play them all. And that game is is rather expensive. Um, but yeah. that's just a remake of the PS1, right? PS1 one, right? It's just Metal Gear Solid, but made a little bit differently for the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some well, it also does some weird phase, stuff like you can play Metal Gear phase. Oh, it was. Uh, yes, it was released. I love that. <laughs> It was released after Metal Gear Solid 2, so it incorporated some of the stuff from MGS2 into MGS1. So, like, you could shoot in first person, um, which broke some of the game. Right. You know, like, I can see that. Because, it, yeah. because it's top-down, you know, in the original version, you some of the boss fights specifically, you know, you, you like, the way that you play those fundamentally changed when you could just, like, go into first person and just point right at the boss and just, like, okay, yeah. there it is. Like, now it's done. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> I uh, I played through Metal Gear Solid, the PlayStation 1 version, not too long ago, maybe two or three years ago. That game still holds up, like, really well. You can still just play that game and enjoy it. It's it's very fun. And there's something charming now at this point about those weird, warpy, gross-looking PlayStation 1 graphics. 
it's just very appealing to me. But um, another Pokemon game came out in March 2011, Pokemon Black and White, which I know is a lot of people's favorite Pokemon, Pokemon Black, Black and White and Pokemon Black and White 2. Um, so that's an important one. What? The most important of all the Nintendo releases that isn't Breath of the Wild or the Nintendo Switch was in March 27, 2011. My brother's birthday, Nintendo 3DS, was released in the United States. And does anyone remember that it was $249 yeah. yes. when it first Please. came out? Really? Yes. <gasps> yeah. No yeah. Way. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. uh, yeah, my friend got one and I was like, man, I don't know, $249. And then they backtracked and I think they released it. A, they dropped the price to $189, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think and so, yeah. that's And they gave everybody the Founders Club uh, who bought it. They just gave them a bunch of free games. So like, yeah, that was maybe a little bit. In 2011, I was a uh, freelancer. I was doing like a lot of like freelance, like production assistants and and like grip stuff. And, and uh, I wasn't, I wasn't making a ton of money, but I desperately wanted a 3DS. I wanted wow. it so badly because I wanted to play the Ocarina of Time uh, 3D version. Um, but I had to wait. I had to wait till that uh, price came down quite a bit before I snagged it. Yeah, I was working at a boatyard at the time, and I definitely did not have $249. My friend did, and he brought it in the day that he got it. And he, I remember him just flipping it open and being like, oh, because he, he had it shipped to work for some reason. <laughs> so he was just like, oh, my God, it's three. Whoa. And I was so jealous, so jealous of it. Now I have like three 3DSs laying around. But, you know, I remember playing a game when I first got my 3DS called Heroes of Ruin on the on that thing and it is it wasn't super well received like it was it did not get great reviews but i remember being super impressed because it's basically it's kind of if i remember right it's kind of it's a little bit diablo like i mean you can have like a party of four and you run around like sort of i think i think mostly top down dungeons and kill monsters there's like classes and stuff um my memory's really fuzzy but i remember being super impressed because the online actually like worked pretty well yeah we were there was a group of four of us that played through the whole game together and we were able to, for the most part, like even when we, I mean, we were all in the same town, but we were all in our houses and we would just like, we'd like call, we wouldn't use the in-game voice chat because it sucked, but we would like call <laughs> each other on the phone and play Heroes of Ruin online together. And it mostly like worked pretty well. And I remember thinking, wow, Nintendo's online functionality seems like it's really good, especially on a handheld. This is very impressive. <laughs> I wonder how much better this will get in the future. And here uh. we are today. Wow, wow. <laughs> the 3DS did so many amazing things. Uh, I don't know if anybody else remembers a game. I can't remember the name of it, but you would get little monsters or, or people to battle in. It was an RPG based on uh, Wi-Fi signals. So if you went to some place like a neighborhood that had a bunch of Wi-Fi signals, the more Wi-Fi signals there were, the more little creatures that you would get. What? So it encouraged you to like walk around your town and just pick up wi-fi signals to make your stronger team and there's a series of these games and it was one of the very first um news stories that i wrote for ign as a freelancer actually was about the sequel to the first one nobody cared but i was enamored of this just this cool you know yeah so and then you know we don't have street pass anymore i loved i love pass is great oh i'd go to i'd spent half of my time at pax east like sitting next to an outlet 
just going through my street pass mm-hmm. and then going through all my bravely default stuff to get all that social feature mm-hmm. stuff. And then I would bring my kids 3DS so that they could get Aww. street pass. I'd be like, oh, there's a guy from Japan here. Oh, hell yeah. I never got all 50 states. Massive bummer, but because I never will now. Yeah. I love the 3DS. I could talk about 3DS forever, but I'm not going to because we have to talk, talk more topically about the games that are out this week for the nintendo switch we have not a whole lot nothing really new coming out uh this week uh plants vs zombies battle for neighborville comes out march 19th stella you're excited i like it hey it's a perfectly cromulent game we gave it a 7.3 in our review called it a fertile for ground for fun forgettable <laughs> multiplayer battles oh that's the strap line on that review so, <laughs> Zach's just like great move on <laughs> fertile ground I, I like it it's a it's a nice it's a garden pun you know it, it is yeah. i read that and i was like oh man that that person deserves a raise the it took me so long to realize that garden warfare was rhyming modern warfare mm-hmm. like it was years before i got what that. I was like how is that possible <laughs> it's so good thank it's you for this wonderful yeah. piece of information that i have just wait. now learned did you wait you did didn't you know either? no why did i know that because they turned it into an fps they well yeah. they turned it into like a third person shooter and that's Stella, I, I do not pay attention to either call of duty or pets versus zombies <laughs> that's not my beat <laughs> that's that's fair i guess to someone who plays call of duty i was like oh i get it and then i saw that they turned it into like a shooter so oh, yeah. that's but... funny i love it okay okay <laughs> they're very funny. it's so that. good i like they're, this is so fun very to good. mess around very with fun. friends and like the pea shooter is super cute the sunflower is great and they all have like different cute little mannerisms and sounds it's it's actually like very detailed for what it is well i can't do that in fortnite i can apparently now be a corn man in fortnite as well so <laughs> you can be anything you want in fortnite honestly. that is also true except for peter griffin that's what everybody really wants uh story of, actually this is a new game story of seasons pioneers yes. of olive town comes out march 23rd i don't know uh, ask me about it seth ask Oh, Rebecca, could you tell us about Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town coming to Nintendo Switch on March 23rd? I absolutely can. So first of all, a story, which I will not talk about in the what what we're playing section because I don't want to. I reviewed Harvest Moon One World, which came out. Uh, or, oh, I don't, yeah. Har- well, anyway, Harvest Moon One World is not good. Uh, I do not recommend that game. I gave it a five in my review. Um, Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town, I am also reviewing. My review for that is not out yet, so I'm not going to go into too much detail, but the preview embargo is up, so I can say it is better than Harvest Moon One World. There All right. A lot more care and love put into that game and a lot more soul, I think, um, and all of... You can also uh, be... You can, you can be as... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You could just, it's, it's really good. It's really good. I, as bad as you want to be in story seasons. <laughs> Pioneers of Olive Town. What? what? I don't I think don't you could be bad in that game. You could only be I, good. That's a clarification, I, please. Nothing. I can't clarify no. the things that don't make sense. No, that it just, I say. It just, it has, if you're just, if you're looking for, I mean, it's not Stardew Valley, right? Like Stardew Valley right. basically broke what we all expected from games like that because it was so good and now yeah. anything that is short of Stardew Valley is like meh at this point but it is it is it is good like like it's really pleasant and if you're just looking for something that isn't Stardew Valley but is still kind of in that tradition um it's it's pretty good so far I'm still playing but it's 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 pleasant 
it's important that we should point out as always that Harvest Moon is no longer Harvest Moon. Only it's a name right. only, and the people who made Harvest Moon now make Story, Story of Seasons. Seasons. So if you yes, yes, mm-hmm. if you have uh, like nostalgia or a love for the old Harvest Moon games and you want to keep playing them. Check out the Story of Seasons games. I also reviewed a Story of Seasons game for 3DS. I don't remember which one it was, but I think I gave it a seven. It was very fun and cute and delightful. So I'm excited to read your review. Uh, or when that I'm assuming that will be out before March 23rd. Uh, it you will don't have be to go into any details. Exactly on to. March 23rd. Oh, precisely right. when that day happens. Keep it locked. <laughs> See what I'm doing? Uh-huh. Just promoting our, our website that we work for. People could come back. Another game that's coming out, Overcooked, All You Can Eat, March 23rd. I actually did Hell not yeah. know about this, but this is Overcooked 1 and 2 with like all every piece of content ever overcooked. It's remastered from the ground up. And it comes to Switch also on March 23rd. So if you're a big Overcooked fan and you want it, both of them, I have actually never played Overcooked, and I feel like I'm missing it, out. Oh, it's Overcooked is great. so good, but it yeah. is so hard. Do not play it with someone that you love because I guarantee oh, you will get ooh. very mad at them. Yes, that's it is. true. I didn't realize how competitive it was until I started playing. And then my competitive side came out and I was just like, you gotta chop those onions faster. Why are you cleaning these plates? I was like, oh no, <laughs> I've turned into a monster. It's bizarre because it's a cooperative game when you play with right. other people, theoretically, right? Like you want everybody <laughs> yeah. working together, but you just get mad because people aren't working together correctly. Right. Yeah, you're just like, how hard is it to bring the dishes over here and wash it like this? Watch me. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so do we feel like do we feel like they really missed an opportunity by call uh, by not calling it overcooked uh, combo meal? And then oh, that I think all you can Ooh. eat is no. I think oh, I like combo uh, meal. Combo meal makes it sound a little like a little more California. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, man. Right. On. I don't know. Both both are good. I, I like it. That's what you think. <laughs> well, we're going to. It's fine. Uh, overcooked <laughs> combo meals coming to the Super Nintendo Switch. Confirm. Right. It's going to be a launch yeah. title. There you go. Yeah, hell yeah. Another uh, game that's already out, but finally coming to Switch Tales from the Borderlands comes March 24th. I never played Tales from the Borderlands. Either. Oh, you do Ooh. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I know I everyone's like, best. oh, it's like all the best stuff about the writing of Borderlands 2, but. Um, yeah, I was gonna say it's probably the best story um, out of any of the Borderlands stuff, and I, it's my favorite Telltale game. I think it's really, I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, Tales from the Borderland rules. Yeah, the the All voice right. acting is fantastic. You instantly yeah, really like good. feel for every character that you meet because like it switches perspectives, and you're just like, oh well, I have to learn about this new character. But they wrote it so well that you're just like, oh, it's this new character, you know? And like oh, okay. even the side characters, you're just like, oh, that's so cute. Like that totally fits with the world. Um, I don't know. I really like it. It's it's very. I think it gets like a tiny bit dark, but I, I think that's what I like about it because it's oh, OK, you know, it's like it's like it's a story. It's a story about the board right. about <laughs> what it's like living in the Borderlands area. <laughs> like, it's not great. I mean, like, the whole, yeah, I mean, I love the, the, the world of Borderlands, like um, just the weird sort of out west, but corporatized space stuff. So, yeah, maybe I will finally check this out. Also, I like to play games in bed. So I think you'd like it, mm-hmm. Seth. I, yeah. While you're eating your out. soup, you know. While I'm eating my bed soup. Oh, I thought we were all in the bed soup. <laughs> no. I don't understand. It's not like I'm eating bed chowder. Like gross. Right. That's that would terrible. be over the line. Yes. Yeah, that's taking it a little too far. No <laughs> bed chowder. Hey, let's talk about what we're playing. Uh, <laughs> what? It's a ten out of ten segue. I love it. That's fine. Keep going. 
You're up. Like I said, I'm not. A, I'm out of practice with the message. Really glad you're hosting, Seth. Thank really you. <laughs> Thank you. It's so nice yeah, to Seth, feel appreciated. Seth, 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 Seth. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about what we've been playing. Rebecca, you and I have been slacking back and forth over the last few weeks, talking okay. about a game that you have been playing. Would you please tell our listeners uh, what what have you been up to the last few weeks? I've been playing Bravely Default 2, um, which I was very excited about when Seth did his review and said it was great. And now I'm like trying to, I mean, I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't beaten the game yet. I think I've put over 45 hours in so far. Uh, it's, uh, it's hard to talk about. Like, I don't want to spoil it for people. That's But, yep. right? Um, I mean, maybe maybe I could talk, like, like spoil it marginally more than you did initially. Like, like, like tiny inches more? I don't know. It... I don't want to. It's good. It's good. I love it. I, I love, I feel like the job system especially is incredibly strong and all of the pieces click together in really nice ways there. Mm. I feel like there's a tendency when talking about the bravely games or, or really any RPG, but bravely, especially to talk about how grind heavy it is. And I, I think I'm largely someone who does not have patience for that kind of thing in RPGs. I think grinding is a waste of time. I think we have we have moved beyond that in terms of genre. But Bravely does has so many wonderful interlocking systems that yes. work together in such a way where grinding does not feel like a chore or grinding at all. It feels like experimentation with the different yes. job classes you have. Um, it. it you can speed through battles so quickly and you can uh, you can set up your abilities and your jobs so that at any given time you are actually grinding. You are either just burning through fights so fast it feels like nothing or you are taking them in a slower way. But while you're doing that, you're experimenting with the different abilities and combinations that are available to you. And so it's interesting and it doesn't feel crummy and boring and long. Um, I think like I'm I'm over leveled. I'm over leveled right now um, for what nice. I'm doing. I mean, I'm sure that's not going to last long and something's going it to does not. Every time soon. you think you're, you're like, ah, look at me. Nope. Then you get smacked. Yeah, but uh, it, it it very like because because I'm I'm fighting so many things because it's all so so interesting and I've got you know character like my characters all each have like half the job classes maxed out at this point because I just I just keep playing with them and trying to see what works and what doesn't and every every time I max out a new class I it's exciting but I go through the abilities and I'm like oh wait this one right here I want to give this to this character now because this is going to go really well with this like I remember. There's a job you get somewhere kind of earlier in the game called Beastmaster, and it has this yep. ability called MP Saver, which allows you oh, to yeah. use fewer magic points. Beastmaster is, I mean, yeah, it uses MP, but it's not really a magic using class. But you get that and you're like, okay, all of my mages now have to learn this. This is great. <laughs> I want this. And yeah, it's just, it, it's it's so it's so tight. And all of the jobs in this, if you played the other two Bravely games, I feel like all the jobs in this game are there's there's a few standard like black mage white mage like there's a knight kind of job there's multiple knight style jobs there's like multiple, multiple there's like a thief and a hunter kind of kind of jobs as well yeah. but like a lot of them are hey there was this job in a previous game that was pretty cool what if we made it just even cooler what if we just gave it like even more ridiculous abilities um and yeah it just it, the systems are so tight and i feel mm-hmm. like i feel like the systems being good and smooth very much carry because if you've this is not too much of a spoiler. If you have played past Bravely games, you know usually the first four chapters of the game are a very standard 
Final Fantasy style RPG story where it's like four elemental crystals of some kind that you have to go visit, do the thing to save the world. That's the story. And then around chapter four, at the end of it, you fight what is being set up as a final villain and then things go off the rails. Um, That basically happens again. Um, I feel like the first four chapters are, they can be surprising story-wise, but they, they do... They they can also be a little bit standard if you're used to that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But I feel like the systems carry it through that part to where you get to where things get ridiculous. And then you're like, OK, I'm in. Let's go. And I, I'm finally at the part where things go off the rails. And I am just oh. I mean, I just want to be playing it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I talked for so long. I love this game. No, there's no need to apologize to talking about Bravely Default 2 because it's super good. <laughs> um, Zach, you've also been playing Bravely Default 2. <gasps> I don't like it. You don't like it? That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to like it. So he was just sitting through the... I played played the original Bravely Default and I liked it a lot. Um, I think this one to me because you know like like you were just saying rebecca like the the idea that you it is a very standard final fantasy game until you're however many hours in what 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 how far did you say you're in uh well i'm I'm like 45 hours i think it it starts to go off the rails before then I played for like five hours and oh okay. Um, oh, you gotta play yeah. for six. You gotta That's give it a little. Yeah, you gotta give it a little, little teeny bit more time. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just. I'm okay. just over you that. You know, like I like the idea for That's me fair. is like like if a game doesn't hook me within the first few hours, it's just not. It's not worth the the investment. You know, and like um, yeah. I just I I I get I get it. Like some people really love this type of JRPG. And that's cool. Like that, that's what these games are for. Like, I feel like this game, I am Setsuna, um, Octopath Traveler, they're, they're all in this class of yeah. RPGs that are like mm-hmm. um, old school with like just this much more new stuff, right? Like very, very old. Like it could be a Super Nintendo game with, you know, better graphics and like 20% better systems. Um, but to me, I just dropped off of it really quickly because I was playing it and I was getting really bored and uh, the story wasn't really doing it for me. And I was thinking about, um, well, what was the last JRPG that I really loved? And it was Dragon Quest Eleven. And Dragon Quest Eleven has been a game that I've been playing fantastic. since 2019 that like I'll play a few chapters at a time and then take a break and play something else. And I was like, okay, this is just telling me that it's time to go back to Dragon Quest. So I've been playing way, I probably put another 20 hours into Dragon Quest since oh, Bravely nice. Default 2 came out. Or sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, since Bravely Default 2 came out because like I just, I I bounced off it for what I feel like is a superior JRPG. So yeah. I, I truly, I, I want to fight with you on this, but also I have that exact same philosophy. Like if, if yeah. it cannot hook me in the first couple hours, I'm done. I'm not going to spend time on it. And so I, you know, I, I respect that. And realistically, I do think that it picks up in the, in like chapters two and three, but also if you're not into it in chapter one, I don't, I don't think you would yeah. be in it for the whole game. So you know what? Yeah, respect no. for that philosophy. Good for you. I'm sorry yeah. you don't um, like it though. It's great. Well, that's all right. I mean, it, like I said, like games, you know, different games are for different people. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, I, so much stuff comes out that it's just like, yeah, if, I, if I'm not like, if I don't play a game for like a few hours in the evening and then wake up the next morning and think like, that was really cool. I can't wait to see what happens next. That's yeah. like a pretty good indicator for me that it's just not, it's not going to be something Ooh, I like that, that. I'm really invested yeah. in, you know? That's good. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. fair. Um, but I've been playing Dragon Quest. Um, my girlfriend has been playing Breath of the Wild, um, and I've been watching her play through that, which has been really nice because this year I'm also trying really hard not to replay games, and I've replayed Breath of the Wild like every year since it came out. 
but it's been really awesome watching her play it because she's like learning all of the things and seeing all the stuff for the first time. Like she sent me a video a couple days ago of the, the dragon coming out of the water and was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so that's pretty rad. Um, the thing that I, I've been playing the most recently, and it's not on Nintendo Switch, but I'm going to make an impassioned plea to bring it to the Switch, is Luke yes. Hero. Ooh, mm. baby, what a what a like oh, what a life yeah. destroyer this game would be on Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Yes, good, 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 yeah, good, we, good. we talked about this so last week. Say actually, that. yeah, yeah. I know you. Guys, I know y'all talked about it last week, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But man, Loop Hero is the oh, business, and uh, I'm really, really loving my time oh, with it. And I wish, yeah. I, I really, really hope that Devolver finds uh, finds the time, finds the means to bring it over to Nintendo Switch because I think it would be such a cool Switch game. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. it's just so perfect. It, uh, yeah, it's a hot bowl of soup and Loop Hero. It was laying in bed. <laughs> in bed. Uh, laying in bed. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Can I? Still have to. Oh. Uh, <laughs> never thinking of soup in bed. Um, <laughs> as as usual, Apex Legends, which by the way, nice. my review dropped this week. Was it? Yeah, Monday. Um, the, so on the Nintendo Switch version. Uh, it it contains a small small snippet of the Nintendo Switch, but we have. The uh, what is it? The actual Switch performance review on a different oh, video. Right, right, right. Yeah. So um, if you guys want to see that, that's like a completely separate video, but they are both available. Um, and I've actually gotten back into Animal Crossing. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of nice. stuff to catch up on. So I kind of went backwards in time so that I could do all the festival stuff because I was like, this is so cute. Uh, so now I have a little like festival part of my island and now I'm just like digging up things and, you know, making things look pretty again. Uh, and I snagged the uh, Mar- Super Mario 3D All-Stars pack. So I'm Perfect. Nice. To dive into that. So, yeah. I'm excited. Which you will not be able to purchase <laughs> online uh, on March 31st at like midnight. They're just going to pull it out of the eShop. So... You'll still yeah. be able to get physical copies until they run out, but yeah. I knew I was going to forget, so I was just like, I'm, I'm just going to buy it now. I'm going to buy it yeah. now. No, I just, definitely recommend it. picking it up. I am a big fan, and Zach is a meanie boy who doesn't like it at all. <gasps> Wait, what? You don't like the 3D All-Stars. You said it was... No, that's not, not true. You oh. said it wasn't worth wasn't worth uh, the, the sneezing at. That's <gasps> not true. You that's that's not true. That's not okay, true. Okay, I was gonna, wow, yeah. I was going to say Zach. None of the things that I'm saying are true. I don't actually eat soup in bed. I'm sorry. I just made that up. What, oh, man? I don't know. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. Shocking turn of events. I guess, well, speaking of shocking turns of events, <laughs> want to know what I've been playing? Like, and I'm way, way into, remember I was talking about graphs and tables? Right. <laughs> well, I've been playing A-Train All Aboard Tourism, and uh, that game is basically uh, 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 accounting <laughs> 101 simulator because you have uh, balance sheets that you have to pay attention to um on top of all the city management stuff it is like so this is so complex this is why i knew you'd be into loop hero yeah oh this is the same thing with loop here because i'm always thinking like all right how do i strategize watch those numbers go up gotta watch those numbers going up 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 i just unlocked the ability to buy and sell stocks um i'm trying to get my train company off the rail incorporated thank you we're trying to get an uh uh an ipo going Uh we need two years of steady profits our balance sheet needs to show that sort of thing uh our accountant will come out sometimes and be like ah you're in the red and then uh and then i won't be because i am a profitable businessman he's been <laughs> very panicky but yeah this game is completely enveloped my life and i love it and i 
I can't honestly recommend it to anyone only but the smallest, <laughs> like most narrow. Like you basically have to be like me. You have you know to what like I think of you know what I think when I see a game like this? Like What's that? I just love the idea that somewhere out there there's like a sweet grandma that's gonna buy this game for their grandchild because <laughs> it has like anime characters on the box, and then their kid is that kid is just gonna be like, What the hell is this? Yeah, what is this game? It's like, the maybe Lee Carmelo's putting challenge. Maybe that will be the the uh, instigating event in t- like setting that kid on a path to become a world class accountant at a young age. But like, I just I love the idea of somebody booting up this game and being like, <laughs> "What the hell is this?" <laughs> it's it is dense. It's like I'm probably six or seven hours into it, and I still don't think I've unlocked all of the um the options. Like I just unlocked roads. I can build oh my, my own. Can build build <laughs> what? Yeah, I am Amazing. like I'm. I'm super, and I didn't. I, I mean, I kind of. I wanted to play this game after the demo. I only got the demo because I thought it'd be funny, like as a goof, be like, "Ah, oh, I'll talk about this weird train Uh-oh. game on on um." And now it turns out I'm like I'm so into this game, oh my God. and it's got like massive waifu and husbando energy from the <laughs> characters. So I'm you Sick. know all like five of you out there listening who are playing this just let me shoot me an email or tell me on 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 social media who who you're into in this weird game about trains and building trade routes between uh small and medium-sized fictional japanese cities and uh let me hear about your graphs and tables and i want to see your balance sheets Woo woo. seth can throw I sneak in one thing i've been playing super quick yes please sorry i just i really want to plug everhood it's okay. on Steam and Switch. It is, I, I admit it, I bought it because it uses the same visual style as Undertale. And I love Undertale. That was literally the okay. beginning and end of my purchase making process. Uh, it is really incredible. I don't know how to explain it. You play as a puppet in a weird, uh, like, top-down exploration kind of thing uh, where you are, you're, you're a puppet, you're a little wooden guy who's made of pieces, uh, you, you're you missing your arm and you're trying to get your arm back from this, like, greedy, literal literal gold pig uh, who has stolen cool. it. Um, and you, you go on this weird Favorite adventure. I, I have never... Um, I don't know. This is a family show. I have never uh, done certain kinds of drugs before, and I never will, but I imagine playing this game must be what... Uh, 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 do, doing certain kinds of drugs is like. Uh, do not play this game if you suffer from epilepsy. Uh, the the interesting thing is that the, you will enter into these battles um, that take place on a Guitar Hero style like like grid okay. with five spaces, and you can move left and right across each of the five spaces and jump. And the enemy will be positioned at the far end from you, and they will send uh, on the be- on the beat. It, like the the music is incredible. Um, they will send little like wave attacks at you, and you cannot. Some of the short ones you can jump over. The tall ones you have to dodge. Um, and it's it's like rhythm game, guitar hero, like crypt of the neck necro dancer kind of attacking, but also like a little bit of Undertale thrown in there. Mm. And the writing is just incredible. It is weird. It is a weird game, but I am really into it. Uh, If you can find a trailer, watch it, and that will give you a better idea of what I'm trying to describe. But Everhood, uh, yes, really into it so far. Nice. Gets the personal recommendation. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I, I almost skipped no, over you. No, we were I, just really into on a really cool I just, game. I had to sneak that in. <laughs> Well, we're it's we're getting, we've got time for one question for question block, and this is a follow up question on the Yoshi versus Kirby question. Which would you rather be eaten by? And this is from Aaron Froman, who wants to know if Kirby swallowed you, what would his attacks be? Ooh, that's a really good one. 
crippling anxiety. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I'm so, you asked me. <laughs> That's kind of the best possible answer. It's hard to go up. <laughs> go it does anywhere. a stun and damages you at the same time. <laughs> mm, incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Mine would probably be either just like the the cooking thing that happens when you get like the chef on your team and Kirby Star Allies or whatever, or it would be like extreme enthusiasm and he would just open his mouth, but instead of swallowing people, he would just yell like real like really loud happy pollos. Um, everybody... <laughs> yeah, it, that that would just be it. He would just he would just get like super excited about everything, and his exuberance would destroy everything in his path. Perfect. But what powers would Kirby have if he uh, gobbled you up there, Zach? Yeah. Probably just get a sick mustache. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody Photoshop Kirby with the Zach stash, please. I like it. Moves himself back and forth in the mustache. Flowing locks. Slaps people. (laughs) It wouldn't even, like, I don't think it would even be an attack. Like, he would, like, you know, there's no real attack coming out of it. He just gets a mustache. Like, everyone's just like, bro. Yeah, six stash, and he's like, "Thanks, nice stash, curbs." <laughs> I like that. That's what they'd say. That's exactly what they would say. Uh, I don't. I don't have an answer because I can't think of anything. Uh, I, I like because I already said that the soup and bed thing was a lie, so I can't right. revisit that comedy. Well, I don't again. believe I, mean, you. I, went I, think like, I don't believe you. I think. I think. Yeah. I think your Kirby would just. No, if I'm if I'm being completely honest here, my yeah, my Kirby just just sits in bed at night watching Star Trek: The Next Generation on Netflix and eating soup. That's his. his I can't even stand the idea of, of eating anything in bed. So like the idea of soup in bed, like I don't like to have a glass of water near my, the side of my bed and because I did you know at one point in my life spill a glass of water. Oh no, it was when I was in college. <laughs> And now I'm outing myself for being a, just the worst. I used to keep a gallon of a jug underneath my bed. No. And I would mix up, I would mix up Tang, which is an instant orange <laughs> drink, and I would shake it up and take a big swig. And one day I didn't have the cap on, <gasps> and I went bah, 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 and just covered my bed in uh, in the in the drink that astronauts took with them to space. I love so. how much Seth backstory we're getting today. I know it's a lot of Seth. You have so much lore. Seth lore happening. Yeah. There's like wiki yeah, it's, pages. Happening. It's all on the wiki. Yeah, it's all on uh, the wiki. Seth.wikia.org. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> I hope somebody makes that. Please no. <laughs> That's all we have time for this week on Nintendo Voice Chat. I actually didn't write down my outro, but if you like <laughs> Nintendo, you should check out more of our Nintendo Voice Chat podcast on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, and uh, I. We are now on YouTube game channel. Uh, Zach can account for that one because he's a, he's a big video guy. Uh, that's all the time we have this week for Nintendo voice chat. I'm Seth Macy. Thank you all for joining us. And this is the only podcast where you can get the thing. Get the thing. I remember, but I was hesitant, but I remembered. It's okay. <laughs> we did it. Well, that was NVC on IGN games up tomorrow. We've got Game Scoop and Damon, the professional, is here to talk about it. Damon, the professional Hatfield is what they call me. Uh, what's up, Seth? Hopefully, everybody out there knows about Game Scoop, the original IGN gaming podcast. We publish every Friday on this very channel. And on this podcast, we talk about everything Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox. And this week, we're talking about 
10 free new games that are being added to PlayStation. Seth, you can't afford not to play them. They're free. <laughs> oh, that's quite a deal. Yeah. As yeah. a deals guy. So coming up tomorrow on GameScoop. Scoop. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.